0: Oh, listeners! Guess who's back this week? You boys! One and two and three and oh, no, just one and two. Caesar and Josh.
1: Thing one and thing two.
0: Thing one and thing two. Thing Brown is a uh, out doing God knows what. So um, <laughs> we miss you, Thing Brown. Um, Caesar, you're wearing your third world all star shirt. I love it. Love it were the third roll yes, ballers and it was inspired it was inspired by your t-shirt there.
1: Yes it was. I got the good men on here. Ooh. They are with me at all times. Che Guevara,
0: Gandhi who beat women, Nelson Mandela. He was in prison. Cool. <laughs> Great. Those arc. are all
1: true facts stated.
0: True facts stated. JK. Uh okay, I'm not going to beat around the bush because I 100% want to talk to you. About what we've already been talking about and uh, we're gonna kick this yeah, episode. So we off. need a, let's just get into it. Let's get you know to <laughs> it. Arya is that bitch. As Sophie Turner Aria said is the queen. She is the queen. And for you losers who don't know, we're talking about Game of <laughs> Motherfucking Thrones season seven, episode three, as uh, season eight. Episode three, the greatest episode I think that's ever been on Game of Thrones thus far. For sure, it was amazing. Dude.
1: Probably one of the most imaginative Woo! war episodes. Are like
0: all right, so let's just break it down real quick. Arya, the last Arya resolved the entire battle. A lot of the theories we were talking about were just, uh, you know, David uh, Beinhoff and what's the other guy's name said, cool. Hold this dragon egg. Arya is going to be the one to do it right now. So, damn. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming, and but I was satisfied with the twist.
1: I was definitely satisfied with it as well. Although, I got to say, uh, from a self-proclaimed professional strategist point, uh, I think they were not prepared.
0: Oh, 100% whatsoever. they were not. They
1: And I kept making the claim. I was thinking, like, they probably... they. The, the way it looked in terms of their battle strategy was <sighs> being prepared for like an army of sensible people, sent humans. I love how, they, like sent humans, I love how they sent
0: out the brown people first.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love how they just kept them all in the front of uh, the trench. You too. foreigners,
0: get your swords on fire so we can see how bad y'all get fucked up. Go ahead and do we it. Need a,
1: can you make out how many there are out there? We, uh, need, to see. we need actually I, we just need an to...
0: illumination version of how many people are actually out there. And then putting
1: the trench behind the unsullied so they just back up into these spikes. Like, what is that going to do?
0: <laughs> they were That's ready. I'm so surprised Gray Worm survived. First, so, so, let's Real quick, we're going a little okay. quick. The best episode, the biggest episode of television history and of on screen battle history just took place. The Battle of Winterfell. The Battle of Winterfell was taking place and a lot of brown people got murdered and a lot of semi-brown people also got murdered. And And then
1: turn into zombies because, you know, we can only have brown people as zombies. As dead creatures who feel nothing, thus killing them again (laughs) justifies everything.
0: Uh, Yeah, this justifies what we need to expulse them from our society according to the game of thrones tv writers so uh, they should
1: have just called this the mass expulsion
0: they should have called this uh hitler's actual plan he would have loved Uh, to of
1: zion they should have just called it that
0: (laughs) but i was very stoked for this episode dude i was no the entire
1: one it was done by so it was directed by the same guy who did the battle of the bastards and hard which you could to which you can tell and hard home And you get that sense, of course, with the sort of piling up of the dead, you know, on top of each other. The dread. The dread, the buildup, the sort of uh, uh, clicking noises that he keeps in it, kind of like a metronomic click that, like, Mm -hmm. keeps the heart palpating, you know? like Or palpitating, whatever that word. And um, just the beginning when they hand Sam the two dragonglass daggers, and he's just, like, walking around. I love that that entire sequence just takes place silently and it's just yep. you or like not necessarily silently but like no dialogue that kind of
0: there's nothing to be said at that point. Everyone's nothing to be said. Everyone that. knows what they need to do. They need to keep each other alive. Exactly. And everyone's objective isn't even at this point to defend Winterfell. It's to keep to your survive. own to survive. Keep your own ass just alive. Just live. Oh man I just love then, the anticipation <laughs> they built around it. And there was so much criticism, like, "Oh, it's too dark." Like, what it was, yeah, dude? Yeah.
1: It's like, are you fucking
0: kidding me? They're fighting. They're fighting, literally they're fighting literally in darkness. the middle of the night. Yeah, they're fighting like, darkness, literally darkness. Were... The... <laughs> yeah, let me turn the flashlight on, dude. Yeah. Uh, hey, anybody got
1: flashlights? They're asking around, I, dude. Come oh on, my
0: God. Oh my. So let's just break if it down. If anything,
1: from... okay. So yeah, so it starts off with Sam obviously getting the daggers. He's walking around. Uh, surveying everything. I love the kind of long sequences that they take to make <laughs> walking around the castle. Loved it feels it. really, really great. Um, and then you get to see the horizon in terms of what they actually have. And it's the Dothraki in the front, horse riders, then the Unsullied, then their trenches, and then Winterfell as, a, as the castle. Mm-hmm. And um, Jorah is out there with the Dothraki. And for oh, people who don't be. know... For the heathens who don't know, our Sir Jorah uh, of Mormont is one of the knights. Shout out to the is, Mormon family. Uh, oh man, they went out very glorious. Heroic I family, say. all through and through. Giant Slayer. Um, God, what a great scene that was! But anyway, so
0: <laughs> dude, uh, real quick, I thought she was done as soon as I saw the little flick of her. Was, <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, like that's yeah. it. Like,
1: <laughs> I like, love that, dude. That was like. You just hear her too, just. <laughs> but anyway, I thought she got th- thrown into one of those spikes or something. Same. you know.
0: Pajora Mormont leading the front on the charge with the double yes. rocky with our boy Ghost, little cute yes. pup dog. Day one,
1: and obviously, everybody's everybody's feeling fucking freaked out. You could tell, just like mm-hmm. not, you don't know what to expect. Yep. Um, and then suddenly. Uh, out of Sir nowhere Davos was looking out into the horizon and he noticed someone walking in on a horse. see. That's the thing. The fact that they pointed it from his perspective, I Perfect. knew it was going to be her, oh. especially based on those theories we just watched. So I was like, Oh yeah, I know. I knew it was going to be here. And I was like, yes, you know. And I was, wa- we were watching it with my friend, uh, Jasmine. And she kept saying the whole time, like, dude, they need some fucking magic. Where's the
0: fucking magic, dude? Like, sure enough. Something. hear that bitch come.
1: And sure enough, the red woman appears, and she uh, basically just ignites Cleaned all house. Of the Dothraki's uh, scissor. Or, sickles. <laughs> uh, Their they're blades. Yes. they're scimitars, I guess. They S- kind of look like scimitars a in sickles? a way. Sickles?
0: Aren't they sickles? No, that's not a sickle. A sickle is with a Grim Reaper long one, right?
1: No, the sickle is like the communist logo.
0: That's what they had. The, no,
1: I mean they're longer though. I mean, yeah, they they kind of are sickles. You're right. Anyway, she ignites them and the, they ignite the dope.
0: socialists, and they're ready to march <laughs> on to the opposing front.
1: And like a good and like the good liberal that Santa, is, she makes sure to send all the brown people first. Actually, so Daenerys
0: the good liberal. Oh, the, there you go. The good well, Biden-esque people, <laughs> woman of the people, ready to uh, send. And so
1: after she ignites all their swords, that's a pretty cool scene because like you, you start Ugh. feeling very positive about it. <laughs> and I don't know who had the brilliant idea of like just Storming sending out to
0: charge. Uh, it just... Go give that to Daenerys.
1: They just sent them out, like
0: they just sent <laughs> them to die. I love that scene, dude. When they just all it's are charging great. out, and then that first moment of battle, when you see that first der- the uh, giant, rocket, yeah, and like <laughs> get like just hit a wall of just fucking dead assholes, and then you see from the distance just the lights slowly, yes. slowly start to dwindle away, and then you know, and it's. Fuck dude, I remember seeing that being like Jorah ghost, like dude, fuck yeah, they're, all they're, gone. they're all gone. But then Jorah rolls through just like but oh, you that can shit see was that he gives up. that nod, that He's little light.
1: Like, like, oh yeah, yeah, dude. And um I think also an aspect of it being so dark is like you gotta think of how many undead are oh, yeah. just stormed. So that would make it like a really black yeah. you know army if essentially because they're not soulless they, they have no uh, sort torches. Of,
0: yeah, they have no sort of aura to present themselves they're just exactly. there just these flesh of things just
1: literally this wall yeah, of exact people yep and uh that's what I love is like when they when they hit it, it takes that uh, that scene from Daenerys and John's perspective and they're on a hilltop way the fuck out there which again. Why are you out there? Why not stay next to the castle yeah. and, like, defend how, Brand. just in case? Exactly. Get, get
0: the Ironborn to defend Bran. Great. Wait. <laughs> cool. Cool, dude.
1: Fucking three-fingered Reek is going to save the Dickless day. Dickless
0: huh? Reek is about to save the day.
1: <laughs> and um, so that scene is really cool, though, because, yeah, when you see them slam into it, you just, because the wow. light obviously reflects off of them, and you just see how many dead there are. And it's just, it's, Non-stop. like, I just got this dread feeling, like, they're, <gasps> they're all dead. Yeah, and for a moment, sure I enough, thought they were all
0: going to die, dude. I was ready to be, like, damn, like, what's going to really happen right now?
1: Yep, and sure enough, right when the, you know, like Josh said, right when some of them start returning, the survivors of that little battle, they know they're going to get rushed on. And sure enough, you just, it it was like a tidal wave. They treated it like an ocean of dead people swarming oh, on God. them. That was one of the scariest scenes I think because you honestly think they're going to charge at you like a regular army would, No, nope. they, they're they don't give and a they're fuck. climbing on top of each other because they're, they're just so... trying to get
0: in. They're just trying to yes, push forward, it. push forward and get through this shit.
1: It was and <laughs> it was the craziest thing. Like I could Oh man, I would have uh, fucking ran I like know. that one guy, that one uh northern man, he just like started running as
0: soon as he saw. Dude, <laughs> shout out to all this all the people I wanted to survive except Jorah, RIP to the king. Uh, yeah, surviving, definitely. dude. And fuck, man. I mean, did you see that article about oh Game of Thrones uh writers are cowards for not killing main characters in the back?
1: You know, I mean, yeah, and like I do I honestly do kind of wish they did kill, like, if, like, Brienne or Jane. That would have been, like, I mean, the dude, gut there's retry.
0: three more episodes to go. Exactly. that's exactly. not done. And then it's again, Jorah
1: was. He a was a key huge part. part. Like, yeah. a, a
0: crucial part. Yeah. he. The reason Daenerys is where she is is because of Jorah. And- and the reason Winterfell is in the shape that it is is was, because of Theon, too. Like, Theon gave that shit up, also had the opportunity to take it over, left it over to Ramses. Ramses took it over and also... Saved Sansa. Saved Sansa, who also stormed that castle with their brother John. Like, come on. To say that he's not a main character, is, is it was just insulting to me. Yeah.
1: It's like, kind of a. Sl- I mean, also, I think people just love to shit on it. Yeah, like, yeah, they want yeah, don't, to don't find something wrong with it. People who who don't watch it don't give a shit. They, it's like I've seen all the memes, of course. Of yeah. like, oh, people watching Game of Thrones and like me, and it's like this old couple eating inside and there's all these fireworks going on. Outside Honestly,
0: there's something window. wrong. There's it's something like, wrong. With who you cares?
1: Yeah. And like, I mean, given it's a show, of course, but come on, like, it's a it it's a cultural a good, phenomenon. It was a good bat, and it was a good uh, episode, regardless of like what anyone. Great film, yeah, a Good episode.
0: They filmed it very well. Everything good cinematography, good, exactly. Great good, perfect cinematography. Um,
1: everything about it, like, dude, I honestly er- thought
0: I thought Daenerys was gonna eat it. For I was like, damn, this is it. Dude, this, the is thing. it. Like, this is it. This is how of she goes. Them look like
1: it. I mean, um, okay. So So then after they stormed – so the dead obviously just. Uh, fucking Storms rush the shit. Them, and then just start swarming all of the melisandre comes know. in and
0: lights the trenches up it gives them a little bit of well, time well first
1: first john and daenerys come out with their dragons and like kind of help them a little bit right to right with. yeah which well, i and thought was pretty badass i was like that fucking storm up? that like snowstorm starts coming in uh, and when that started coming and i was like wait now we're dealing with like
0: environmental uh, shit out of here exactly like yeah. Night
1: king magic too because we don't really know what else he can do in terms of yeah magic you know we just know he can raise the dead basically right um and turn other people like him so that was really cool to see and then um after that they just get overwhelmed have to retreat and again, leaving the unsullied—one of the <laughs> best fighting, the warriors. most
0: ruthless, brave most ruthless warriors in all of have. the world. Yeah,
1: you leave them in front to protect the retreat in front of the trenches. So as they back up, they're backing up into these spikes. Yeah, and of course, Grey Worm has to make that last-minute choice of Only like leaving them in there. Yep, but defend yeah, the then, retreat. When the obviously because of the snowstorm. They can't light the trenches with the dragon fire. So Melisandre has to come.
0: Loved her. I love her part that she played in. Melisandre is also that bitch. She really (laughs) stepped through, dude. All the theories. We had a bunch of theories. She was going to get stabbed in the heart. She was going to be one of the swords for Azor Zahi to be John. And what happened? She just played her own little role, came in, did what she needed to do, gave Arya that sense of encouragement. Yeah, and just was like, you know what? I did my damn thing. Goodbye, y'all. It turns
1: out in season three too, she did tell uh Arya Shush. about closing blue, blue eyes, eyes and yeah, brown eyes and stuff. So yeah. it's interesting. Like it has been set up for a while. For you know, a while, yeah. The expectation, obviously, within that entire episode was that Jon was, gonna was going to be the hero. To, yeah, to be the hero. Yeah, and he honestly acted like an idiot the entire episode,
0: pretty much. <laughs> he really did flying
1: around in a storm, storming you know?
0: at the at the night king to know you're surrounded exactly. by the dead. Like he's exactly. gonna do some shit. He's a trickster. He's gonna get you. And dude,
1: right when I saw that happen when I saw him running at him, I was like, dude, he's done. Like he's he knows this guy can raise the dead. And how many people are you surrounded by? Yeah. You know, all the dead. And um, that part was great too because like after they light the trenches you know obviously they have some time to prepare to start manning the actual castle uh the dead just start swarming the fire. world
0: war z style
1: oh does that happen in that uh
0: i just know in world war z they just start piling in on each other and climbing through Ah,
1: see and that makes sense that they would do something like that you know so that was interesting to see and then Obviously once they make a break into it, they just start storming the walls. And again, why didn't they have like burning oil
0: or like something that something would wh- light these What's the? Up as they were what is it that they used in uh the Blackwater battle? Uh uh Wildfire. Why didn't they have some what wildfire? What did they Dragonfire? No, they had Wildfire. Or they, wildfire. They, yeah, it was what also I'm gonna yeah, well, say Well, I
1: don't know if they had access to it.
0: That's true. But here's the thing. This is my big problem, okay? I'm gonna jump real quick. If Valyrian Steel okay. is for forged originally from Dragonfire, correct? Valyrian Steel and Dragonstone? Is that the case? Yeah, that's that's the thing. It was forged from Dragonfire and Dragon Breath. For sure, Dragonstone, okay. they got it from Dragonstone, the, the island. Right? Valyrian Steel, okay. forged from Dragon Breath. Why didn't that kill the Night King? Put
1: yeah him. i don't know that was weird and like seeing him smile after that too he should have done like- some
0: cool like mortal kombat like freeze like anti-blast against it instead of just like standing and taking it you know like that would have been like all right cool like he has like some cool moves but to oh, him like to a get,
1: force-filled device yeah or yeah exactly but yeah, yeah, him to just sick. stand
0: there but the whole concept of valyrian steel and dragonstone is it's forged from dragon fire yeah, and that he, makes sense. He stood. He stood against a huge blast from Drogon. So that was my only know. problem. But he came through, and Arya did the damn thing.
1: Arya did the damn thing. She fucking that little part where <sighs> you just see the wisp of hair, um, on the from the, the right, from the uh, what are they called? Uh, the
0: white the walk- white walkers. White walkers. There there yeah, go. yeah.
1: And uh, just all of a sudden, you see this fucking body jump out of the mist that was at so him. bad and, at. i was like beautiful dude, literally i was like what
0: what like no like what and then i and
1: then when he catches her i was like okay she's dead now
0: obviously. yeah 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 obviously
1: and then that little switcheroo the little switcheroo. Yeah.
0: i saw a great montage on uh the reddit page uh the free folk reddit uh forum uh uh-huh. And they did what's a, they did a, what's <laughs> the name of it? Jesus Christ. They did a, well, <laughs> <laughs> they did a, <laughs> excuse me, a badass uh, montage of Aria from season one all the way to now. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it just was like, oh, they were leading up to this and uh, they did it. So like, you know, when she's uh, fighting the, the other uh, faceless woman, that's like her yeah. rival, like she stabbed yeah. her in the, in the gut. There's just like so many different like little points that you could like. Tied oh, totally. to her also, prophesizing, like, being the, the one to kill. fight that with
1: him. her, like little spar with Brienne, where she switches she to, the dagger s- to yeah. and then she Br- does the same thing.
0: And Bran gives her the act- that dagger that like killed him. Fuck. Okay. So what the fuck? They have to explain why the fuck the Night King was even after Bran, right? Like they they yeah, have given sure you no were. context to that.
1: Although, like I said to you, I do think there was some more to that because after yeah. watching it a second time that little stare off between them like there was something even the to Night that right King looked uh confused like yeah. he looked like he wasn't sure what and he exactly he needed
0: to do he didn't know does he need to kill him does he need to exactly. like exactly and it was,
1: it was almost like he was waiting for brant to tell him yeah. or to like yeah. say something that's a good, you know yeah, and yeah. he didn't so that's why i think he was starting reaching for his sword you know maybe mm-hmm. to like threaten him or to scare him but uh, we don't, we won't, we find really out, don't know. Yeah, which also makes me more worried about what, uh, what Bran is going to be. I mean, do in you think of like how, is, how he's going to progress throughout this story? Now do you think that the that.
0: Nightwalkers are that's it for them? I, 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 can't, I don't know. I can't see that being the end of them. The show first episode literally starts with them. And for them to just be killed by a fell swoop like that, there's got to be uh-huh. some more mystical shit to them.
1: I honestly don't know. Because, like, like, they the just they... all just got were destroyed. That was it. It's, like, they all shattered.
0: They all... I mean, they killed the Night King. So what about the Children of the Forest? Like, yeah, where does all see, that take place? All the symbology?
1: So. I, I'm hoping there's going to be an episode that's just Bran or something. like, Like, something about, like, what he knows or like how he found out some of the stuff. I I mean, I
0: really thought that like time was going to freeze like in the moment they face each other and they were going to have some sort of standoff conversation and we were going to get something. There's not a,
1: again, expectations, right? Like we were expecting this and it, none of it was what we thought, which is great at all. Yeah. Yeah. I I was happy with that. I'd rather have that than like, everything we we wanted to a t, you know Ooh, yeah because that would almost be more disappointing because like again i was on the edge of my fucking seat just the like whole time like oh god please you know like when artists <laughs> running through the halls you know from yeah the, that was so cool dead. when the fucking when the dead start waking up in the crypt in oh life. i
0: know you called that yeah oh it's when like, Tyrion dude, and I- sansa had that last little yeah i was like fuck one of them's gonna die like that's it.
1: I really thought, and like,
0: no, oh, dude, I loved that when they that were.
1: That part was sad because it's they, just like all women and children. Dude, that. I and hope Sansa. <laughs>
0: I hope Sansa and Tyrion end up together. That little like before the conversation they had, when she was like, "You were the best of them," and he's like, "Well, why not? Why not now?" And she's like, "It, it won't work." The dragon lady, the dragon bitch. And then of course here comes Missande. That dragon bitch is here because you were alive because that bitch. So. I and think they get... did
1: make the case, though, that the word, the the prophecy or whatever, was not gendered, right? So she did, yeah. What if Arya is really
0: Azor Azahi? Uh huh. Mm. I think I don't think she's him. I think she's she's the many faced God. I think she's fulfilled the prophecy of being the embodiment of the many faced God and she just is nobody no one because i think just there was no like one. there was like a thing that like no one can kill the night king and i saw like she is no one so true yeah i saw that as well which yeah. is badass i mean aria is one of my favorite characters has been for a very long time i've, I've loved her journey for uh-huh. her to be the hero of winterfell is it's fitting. It's like, beautiful. It's it, beautiful.
1: That's, that was her return, you know? Yeah. She barely returned, and she ends up saving the day. She literally like.
0: purified Winterfell. She killed Littlefinger, fucking killed uh, the, Night King the Night King, and killed uh, people on her list. Tons of, yeah. Pu- tons purified of. Sandra Clegane, the Hound.
1: Oh, dude, that
0: part with uh, he's when like, they're running. He's like Clegane ready to and- die, yeah. <laughs> Oh, when oh, they're man. running in a Erica. What's it? Oh, not Erica. What's his name?
1: No, no. It's with a B. Barrett.
0: Barrett. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he I just know. takes
1: it for the team. Literally I, takes it. And for he the
0: still team. makes it in the room. I was like, oh, yeah, I was shocked. I thought Melisandre was, was going to bring age. him back, but she's like, no. like That's it.
1: <laughs> no, he, he's done.
0: <laughs> Dude, that part was so badass. She's like, what do we say to the God of Death? Oh, man. Not today. Uh, that,
1: Dang. That's when I knew it was going to be okay. Because, like, I. I honestly throughout the entire thing it's like you have the feeling it's like it could uh, it could only go two ways they yeah. set it up for that specific reason that either everyone dies or they get the Night King and they win somehow Some, it, hitting, it's, you know? it's, it's
0: absolute yeah in and direction.
1: that part when John is walking through like he finally gets back to the castle he's inside trying to get through and he's <laughs> just fucking... seeing all of his homies <laughs> just on piles of dead people fighting yeah. for their lives. And then the dragon comes Ooh. and just blasts them. It's just in fucking the spazzing like, out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and ju- just that whole part, it's like you're just waiting for him to get closer and closer to finally make the mark, you know, to prove himself. And then he ends up getting trapped by the dragon and it's like, okay, what are you going to do now? Yeah. You know?
0: Like what is he, the next option?
1: All he does is just, I, Karina kept thinking that he was going to, like, stab the dragon in the in the head or something as it, like, peered over the rocks uh-huh. uh, or the rubble. <laughs> um, but I was like, no, that's just so lame. Like, they just... Yeah. And I love that because it's like, again, they, they're kind of showing people who he's always been. Like, he's they just show like this, this
0: heroic character, but also he's very weak to elements that are before him he's he's reactionary exactly exactly he's He's reacting to what's presented in front of him and he's just adapting to that and he adapted to a situation that he couldn't get out of and who saved him his little sister because she had the little sister yeah she had the fucking rigor and balls to jump in get it
1: damn get it done just get it done i mean that and honestly, I thought mm-hmm. after she sta- I wasn't sure if like that was it or if he was even gonna survive that stab. But sure enough, the Valyrian still, I guess, works better than the Dragonfire. I thought like the episode, w- I about. thought
0: the episode literally was gonna end when uh,
1: when he showed up.
0: When he, I, sh- thought. I thought it was when he stormed the castle, and then the other uh, White Walkers w- are walking behind him in that line, Oh, uh, and then they okay, cut okay. to them like panning over the screen, yeah, yeah, and then no, it, yeah. it goes black. I was like, "Fuck, that's it." Like. But then it just kept going, and I was like, oh, (laughs) fuck. Now,
1: to compare this to, so, like, the only other great battle scene that I can think that has a very similar tone to this, which I think this uh, episode sort of carries influences from, yes, and... um. I mean, that's the Lord of the Rings set the bar. I think for a lot of like the fantasy action that could be done really they, stylistically. They also use a very, lot of undead like, and elements and in that like, too, right? How's Well, I don't mean, they those use a, Isn't there an types, undead so army not, that just like? Ant, isn't
0: there an undead army that like ants over like enemies in that? That's
1: that's in the uh, third film when they're battling at Minas Tirith. And when Helm's place.
0: Deep, the second one. <laughs> Which one is Helm's Deep? Deep? Is, yeah, two oh, towers. Oh,
1: so Helm's Deep is the one with the Urukai. It's like ten thousand of them go marching uh, on this like little stronghold. I see. Uh, and it's shot in a similar way, where it's like uh, the battle takes place all throughout the night, and the morning comes around to you know kind of ease out the the battle and stuff. Yeah. People are kept. The women and children are kept below the stronghold, basically. Mm. Uh, the the urukai do break into the stronghold, almost make it all the way to where the women and children... Like, almost the same sort of plot. Right. Uh, but it, th- it they do play out very differently. And I think that, like, stylistically, um, the Helm's Deep Battle is much more militarily aware of itself and it like really takes a notice of that strategy and planning for these attacks and stuff so it shows in like aragorn and like a lot of like uh the leaders who who are involved in that but with this one it was just more like a again just they all set out themselves up to battle an army, like a, a physical human army, and what they got was just completely savages what who they don't thought. give a
0: fuck about life, getting their arms and limbs chopped off. They're Did, just here to Who, don't, push tire, to, who don't, don't tire? Who don't tire? The enemy does just not tire. That's yeah, it. exactly. Like,
1: and that's the most terrifying Woo! aspect, I think, too. So. um I would say people should watch both at least just to get a sense of like yeah. how, to plan, how to plan and prepare for a battle <laughs> and then how to plan and prepare and still get <laughs> fucked up.
0: Fuck! That was a great episode. Dude. So yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alerts if you're listening. I don't give a fuck. It's Thursday when you're listening to this. So if you haven't oh, seen dude, it, you're people... a slapdick and there's millions of memes you've been that go on out. on social media. Yeah, like, there's literally been. millions been... of memes that go out. Come on. Oh man. Care. But uh, that was great. Avengers also came out this weekend, but uh, fuck whatever that happened in that movie. This show was much more important. So
1: give me your uh, like synopsis slim my- breakdown, I guess. No, not even synopsis, like your slim critique of it,
0: I guess. Uh, okay, I talked to Jawal in- extensively about this, and I thought that it was well resolved. It settled it the way it should have been settled. Didn't leave any room for like <laughs> what if or like what's gonna happen next because as you know i'm sure there's no after credits so uh-huh. it just sort of ends and you're like okay cool it's uh it's pretty eventful i liked infinity war more because in infinity War, you're like fuck like shit's actually going down we're like this you kind of expect like it's marvel it's also disney they want to make their money they want their characters to keep going so you mm-hmm. kind of already knew what was going to happen to the characters that mm-hmm. were gone in the first movie. Um, mm-hmm. But I liked it. I liked how all the original uh, Avengers cast sort of got the resolve and how it kind of just ended for everybody. Well, not everybody, mm-hmm. but the way it did end for those that it had a big impact and ending for. So I liked it. I would recommend going and seeing it. I don't want to. I don't know. Should we spoil You haven't seen it, so I won't spoil it. But. Um, cool movie I'll fight you dude Fucking fight me dude Let's do it
1: Dude I'll fight you Over the spoilers
0: <laughs> That guy who was Spoiling the a movie Outside of the theater That's great Dude <laughs> How
1: fucking wild <laughs> Is that
0: <laughs> But fuck man Crazy event For television And movie history
1: Yes I mean they made What Billions Billions 1.6
0: billion For Avengers it's and like Jesus. a billion people watched fucking the last episode of Game of Thrones. So, damn. damn,
1: that's crazy. I just think I mean I did see. So one thing I did want to bring up in regards to Avengers is like, there was a really cool thread that I think someone put out. Uh, his name is Shanti Collins, and it was just about like the creators. He put he put the creators of hashtag Avengers Endgame, but it's like. Uh-huh. All the original creators of the actual characters, as the comic versions that you know, mm-hmm. these Marvel movies obviously are based off. Yeah, and it's really interesting to go through the list because it's like you for you don't realize how many people have had their hands in creating this like seminal classic of uh, fucking, you know just a bombardment of these films for the last
0: yeah. decade. Dude, and 11 years, yeah. Iron Man, Iron, the first Iron Man, which was the first movie of this Avengers series, came out in 2008. It's, it's yes, crazy. I remember
1: talking about this in, like, yeah, like, ele- well, not elementary. It was in, yeah, freshman year, sophomore year, and it's like, you're Holy getting shit. back into the comics, you know? This is, like, all the shit that you want to see, you know? Yeah.
0: And, and dude, uh... They, uh we were they watching, just fucking we were, glued your eyeballs open. We were trying. watching a, a. I was watching a, the first Avengers here, and uh, fuck, man, like just from the the leaps and bounds that like CGI and technology has made in terms of like oh, making yeah. a film is so far advanced. And I remember seeing Avengers being like, damn, like holy shit, like this is the movie. Oh yeah, and that's that a, like, I
1: loved it when it first. I came loved the, the first out. Avengers. Was, the first Avengers was, it was badass. so good.
0: Yeah, it was just like exciting, and like it was a good like plateau for all these other films to come off of. Exactly. no one
1: had ever done that before, like a I've do, done group it right film yeah. like that, and done it. Yeah. I mean, had there been group superhero films eh, before that? I mean,
0: that? X the X Men, X Men. That's true. Actually, yeah.
1: you know what? X Men kind of set the the wave for it. You know yeah. how to do it right. But they were I
0: all guess. introduced together as like characters in the same film. They didn't have their true. sort of. Standalone films.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, Aven- Avengers did something different with it for sure, but like it, it, it created a universe. It... Exactly, and now talk about universe building, like Ugh. that's character build. But then also, again, those characters stem from these like classics, these like yeah. comic book classics that everybody loves, you know. And like, it is kind of sad that 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 has taken a lot of precedence over what the actual art form I mean like I so remember I
0: remember when it w- when Avengers came out and the steam of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe was catching wave and that was where around the time we were starting to get back into comic books was like, as yeah. like as like adults and mm-hmm. I remember starting to see this the cross of like movie narrative into comic book narrative just
1: bleeding into reality yeah
0: and then it being now they
1: have to have a black nick fury and then they have to explain why they have
0: them well that not only that just it like the marvel uh, cinematic universe dictating what happens in the comic book universe where it was vice versa before that you know like films were based off of these original comic book stories and now it's just like Disney has a hold over Marvel. So they're like, well, people love this kind of storyline and this heroic nature of these characters. So now we're going to make your films and also, you know what, your comic books we want to sell. We want to make sure we make our nut. So we're mm-hmm. going to make this safe storyline of, like, a big villain and all these people gather together and beat them, and that's it.
1: And that is literally every Marvel comic now, yeah. pretty much.
0: I mean, I think the last saving grace for Marvel – in terms of a big crossover and huge narrative was infinity. Like I remember reading that with you and being like, damn, like infinity's dope. Yeah. Cause new Avengers, they had the whole Illuminati, like exactly. saving the world I from mean, but themselves.
1: Those were, like, t- talented writers, good artists. I mean, that's the thing. Like now it's, it's gotten to the point where it's starting to look
0: like the movies where yeah, exactly. everything is
1: overexposed and like super
0: Bright everyone's ha- everyone's gonna be it's super like- heroic and there's always gonna be like a big battle they overcome and exactly. there's gonna be and a hero who above the ashes yeah where it can't just be these like actual internal struggles that the person deals with like people the reason people loved old Spider-Man is because he was like the way that he was written was like a real dude with like real problems he was like a fucking geek you know like exactly. people related like- to being a different person X-Men being different you know people mm-hmm. of color and like people who were chastised for just being different, and now it's just like, we're the X-Men, we're Spider-Man, like, you wanna be like us, like, be a hero, like, today, be a hero in your community, you know, like, Uh I don't like that shit, fuck all that, it's (laughs) annoying, it's fucking lame, it's so lame, oh my god, I'm gonna spoil this for you right now, but there's a big battle in, uh, of course, with all these Avengers movies, there's a big battle in Avengers, and of course, as you can expect, Captain Marvel leads, leads the charge, but who's by your side? All the, like, female characters. And what happens? What? What's the big line? We got this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just, like, a huge shot of all the female, like, characters that have been passed throughout Marvel. And it's, like, that's cool. Like, I get it. But, like, it's just so obvious of You've what... been
1: passed around
0: yeah, in Marvel. Yeah. It... <laughs> tossed around and it's just so obvious of like what they're trying to do right now I'm just like oh man yeah it is so cringy there were so many times in that in an end game where I had to put my head head in my hands and just be like oh god what are they doing right now (laughs) you just have to take they're really doing this like okay I'm gonna say this right now fuck Captain Marvel dude She was the most useless ass character in this movie. The way that, like, she's been pushed in like media and like all through the press. She's like, Oh, she's the hero of Endgame. She's the new one. I'm gonna
1: end it. I'm gonna
0: end it. She was trash. She's probably in this movie for about (laughs) 15 total minutes. Garbage. Fuck her. I'm sorry. If they would have introduced her in a more like graceful cool way like instead of just being like yeah I'm that bitch like fuck Thanos I'm going to go kick his ass and is oh god I didn't I I just did not enjoy her is it
1: because, like, it's, it's like, checking off this, like, specific box it, of, yeah like, we know what you want, and we're giving yes. exactly, like, we're pandering yes. exactly to you out there. Exactly.
0: Like, but they didn't it's even like do
1: like the... she's breaking the fourth wall and looking right at the audience and all those people and, yeah.
0: like, I see yeah. you. At least Deadpool was aware of it, and he's like, hey, like, I'm trying to show, give you guys what they want me to give you. That's annoying, but also funny, because they're also aware of like... Well, because he's also also,
1: making fun of the the audience. Right, right. He's he's in on the
0: joke. Right. Where Captain Marvel's just like, here I am. They want you to know I'm the badass. So let me tell you how badass I am. But also, I'm not going (laughs) to... yeah. Oh, my God. uh, But also, I'm not going to be here for a good chunk of the movie. But here I come later. Remember how badass I am? Here I am. Also, women are badass because I'm badass. Like, Okay, we know women are badass, but we don't need your Brie Larson ass to tell us. God! Call me insensitive, but holy shit, she sucked. Black Widow was the best female lead in that movie. Let me just say that.
1: She's I mean, an, and she's
0: an OG. She's been around for the whole time, honestly, and she did
1: it. She did a great job. Why hasn't she? She has. She should have had her uh, solo the, before, right? Uh, right. Marvel. Like
0: right. She should have totally had it. Yeah, not like, this Brie Larson. Have you, it's ridiculous. Dude, have you seen that video of uh, Chris Hemsworth, Don Cheadle, and Brie Larson being interviewed by like ETV or something? And like, holy shit, dude! You can just tell they hate her so much. Is that
1: when they broke the internet?
0: I don't know. But have you seen that? <laughs> have you see that video? No,
1: I haven't.
0: Oh my god, oh. it's so weird cuz they're like, oh, like the interview is like, oh, did you have to go through like a an initiation for like uh them to approve you? And she's like, yeah, like they had to run me through. He's like, shut up, bitch, you weren't a part of it yet. Like you weren't an Avenger. <laughs> Don Cheadle saying that. But just What? <laughs> holy shit, dude. Let me see if I can uh, let me see. Hold on. It's really fucking awkward. And you could just see the dirty looks that Don Cheetos get, get. They're not joking? I mean, it does not look like they're joking. Let me see if I can pull <laughs> this up for you. Because, oh, goddamn, it's really, really, really awkward. But uh, yeah, Brie Larson did not need to be a part of that movie. Can you see Well, stuff? they needed everybody. Like I guess. knew they were
1: going to put everybody. That's like All right, the right, check culmination, this right? so what he's yeah no he's is wow. proper proper whatever you call that skill St- hand standing man circus circusy, circus-y. Yeah, but yeah. what is that relationship like because you now are coming out with your whole doing the whole yeah, thing yeah
0: it's great because he uh just gets injured and i don't so uh, he does all <laughs> the hard stuff and makes me look cool and, <laughs> oh, and then, but now i've told you it doesn't make me look cool does it because you know no. that i don't actually do it um typical he, dumb guy I See, do all my stunts. Thing.
1: I did. I did my stunts because I thought that that's what everyone did. Uh, and then Tom.
0: Tom Cruise over here. No, yeah.
1: I'll be the first me, not the next Tom Cruise. Thank Ooh. you very Ooh. much. Wow. Look at Don Cheadle.
0: Stunts, you know? No, I do. We all do. Stunts. This is awkward. Yeah. Right. But there's certain things that are like
1: you yeah, might die, so I'm like you can do that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you just send it out. Very generous. In many ways, this she is looks like she hates her life. For some, and it's a beginning for others. Like breathe. It's hate new kid this is a start but for others clearly this is the end game hey yeah. you're the new How's, kid how how emotional is that saying goodbye to this this family this group what what i really liked seeing was on the day that we when we did that big photograph and everybody got together and everybody had a book <laughs> and everybody was going
0: around oh, like it jeez. was you know
1: the last day of high school we like, hey, <laughs> could you sign my book could you sign my book and, you know, new people are meeting each other, and that's the other thing about this. There's so many characters, and we're all coming in. He looks
0: so, so frail. The
1: <laughs> I that know. Uh, there's all these new relationships being built.
0: You know, Where's of, the awkward moments? Out. I want to I see him see yell at Brie Larson.
1: I think uh, affection among the cast members, except for Wow, did he so see, <laughs> <it's> so compassionate? <laughs> <it like> <laughs> They're out just out, like, yeah, what he say It's like becoming an Avenger. Is it like like you won? <laughs> you're like this is the thing. Once you get in there, is this like? This you guy's know. too excited. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, it, 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 at this point, you start to feel wild. So, was a zaddy. The realization of how incredible this...
0: All right, well... We, he's uh, very
1: much a typical, like, dumb guy kind have of Have you
0: voice. seen... Uh, what's that movie he's in where he's a race car driver? and? Uh, oh, no, I haven't. That, that movie's fucking badass, that dude. That uh, came
1: out recently. And also with um, the dude... Burns, uh, uh, I Am Zemont.
0: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> What's that movie? Uh, it's not Crash. Uh, fuck. No,
1: it's definitely not Crash.
0: Fuck. What's that movie though? That I really like that movie.
1: We always go back to that Crash, psychosexual cars.
0: Dude, you know what I was thinking about because I had an edit. Rush. The movie's called Rush. Oh, okay. You know what I was thinking about? Speaking of of uh sexual cars, I didn't have my car for a whole week or a whole uh-huh. weekend. And when uh-huh. I got back into it, I had this weird rush, like, "Oh, this is my car!" Like I missed my car, and I was, I kept thinking of that movie, uh, Crash," and how people keep sexualizing their vehicles. I was like, "Dude, I, I'm a little turned on by my car right now." Like, what's, <laughs> what's going on right now? <laughs> I can't, I always that think of that hilarious. every time I get in my car, and I'm like, "Oh, like where are we going today?" I just always people really make their
1: cars like their homes, basically, or like they make literally it's like a second home to them.
0: I mean, it really is but uh
1: yeah
0: but uh people hated creep Brie Larson I know I did uh so did Don Cheadle (laughs) Don Cheadle so interesting
1: um I mean yeah that uh I don't know it just like it's again just hitting those really pandering um yeah points that like have no meaning I guess to anything except for checking off this box that we fulfilled for you as representation even though what is that exact like what does that mean for the person who's being represented in that way you know like obviously they don't get anything out of that other than seeing themselves on screen
0: yeah they they don't make
1: money from that they don't make any cultural uh, reformation from that like nothing of significance necessarily happens. I mean, they mean because it's coming from like a very, this is a, a corporation, yeah, using your, your well, sort of,
0: um, I think they know who the audience I, is. They think they, I think they know who the audience is now and they know who the people are that are going to complain the most about it. So it's back to that whole pandering thing of like, we want to appease the people who are going to bitch at us of the most about it and we want to just make sure like, Hey, look, like we don't really care about these issues, but we're gonna show you we're gonna put someone in that role to show you that we care. And it's we well, it also
1: makes them more money. It's a good market strategy for them. Because people exactly. are gonna be well, like
0: it's back to the point have of the people to see this. Yeah, exactly. So it's back to the point of the people reason. who complain about it and it's like these social justice warriors and also just people who are like, Oh, Marvel doesn't care about women's rights and Marvel doesn't give a fuck and this and that and Dude, nerds are the biggest fan base of any sort of culture ever, and they're the ones that are gonna lead the charge to complain about literally anything—gaming, anything. movies, fucking music. It doesn't matter. If it, if it doesn't it, matter. They'll rally like, yeah. around it, and it's just like fuck. Like, I get it. It's but it's cool. It, like, make the just, character cool. I liked fucking uh Valkyrie in Ragnarok. She was badass. Yeah, me too. She Where was, was she? cool. She was in the she's in the movie, but the way that they introduced her wasn't in like she's the leading role now, and like you're gonna have to accept it because everyone wants it and we're gonna just appease them. They introduced her in a very subtle way and like she's badass. Tessa
1: Thompson is great.
0: She's a great actress and they introduced her cool and like she's badass, she's cooler than Thor, but they didn't make her like you know what, like she's the lead now. Like here, here, here. Like they gra- they like <laughs> modestly introduced her as like a badass role to lead the charge it's in the new Avengers. It's almost
1: like it's carnivorous the way people act about these characters. Like oh they just want God. to eat them up of like entire consume. They them attach themselves wholly.
0: so much to like these characters, and they think that they are yeah, literally tonight. them. Like I'm do totally This reminds stark. me
1: of a film recommendation for people. It's called Antiviral, and Ooh. it's made by Cronenberg's son. Oh wow, um, Bobby Cronenberg, mm-hmm. and it has it plays on those metaphors of like um, you know fandomonium and celebrity culture and wanting and like um, like that toxicity that plays out between both of them. Um, and in the film, basically, the premise is that people pay to inject themselves with the diseases or like uh, mal. Like malfunctions of a celebrity, basically. So, like, if a celebrity gets like a cold or something, they'll take a sample of their blood, reconfigure um, that that sample, or like clone it, clone that that virus, mm-hmm. and basically infect the patients who buy that sample from them, wow. just to get them a little closer to what the celebrity feels like. Um, so, it's a really, really interesting take and premise because a lot of these characters in the film that act like fans are actually like a lot of them are just there. A lot of them are the kind of nerds that you would see, you know, like they need this sort of perfection uh, and they'll get it any way they can, whether that is infecting themselves or just like, again, paying money to see a movie as if that's your act of social justice or something, you know, like
0: yeah.
1: you're just, paying into this market that's going to produce more of these shitty movies again it was okay it's not like it was the best thing right it was okay
0: it was it was okay yeah
1: so i again you want to talk about real filmmakers shout out john singleton
0: i mean here's another uh film that i think is culturally culturally significant to what you were saying and i think it needs to be examined through uh many many university classes is uh fanboys starring seth rogan and uh, jay from uh what's that other movie they're all in chris bell
1: from what
0: <laughs> uh what's that movie where it's the apocalypse why am i blanking on the name right now this is the end yes Watch in and this. out truck in five minutes is out truck coming in five minutes <coughs>
1: okay which one of you took my fucking cell phone
0: uh what'd you say after that though i was kind of going off on a stupid joke
1: sorry i was saying um if you want to talk about real filmmakers all right oh P. john singleton, john
0: singleton. Yeah, i know dude. made my favorite fast and furious film uh,
1: dude honestly thinking about because like i remember when i first started hanging out with you and um and you can say you. That. I think you introduced me to Boys in the Hood. Love If it. I'm not mistaken, and yep. it's such a great film, like one of my favorites. Classic. What's Just up, money? Classic. We got a problem. It did for um, L.A what like Spike Lee did for New, New York.
0: York and shit, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, yeah.
1: yeah that's the kind of Love result Boys that you Hood. want of like cultural significance,
0: representation. I you mean know? he did also Poetic Just... Justice with Tupac and uh, Janet Jackson. Uh oh, exactly Four there Brothers. But in terms of back to your point of LA culture, Boys in the Hood definitely is the embodiment of nineties gangster rap, gangster mentality trying to overcome this fucking void. The fucking system. The the void of a system that pulls you in. I mean, Doughboy, one of the greatest characters in gangster history, wanted to get out but had to stand strong for his brother who got murdered. Shouts out again to John Singleton for making just a great film. Such a great film. Too fast, too furious. Say what you will. My favorite Fast and Furious saga film.
1: I have not seen a lot of Shut the Up Furious Saga, so I have to. I would have to check that one out. I did not know he made that though. That's
0: interesting. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best Fast and Furious film. But then again,
1: that is Go really ahead. funny. What what about it is the best?
0: Um, it's hilarious. It the pacing is good. Um, you also introduced Tyrese Gibson to the the uh, franchise. Tyrese Gibson. Um, Paul Walker wears nothing but West Coast choppers gear the entire film. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) And then also he made Baby Boy. Let's not forget Baby Boy. I fucking love that movie. I mean, it's It's crazy, though, how he died, dude. Great filmmaker. Hustle and Flow produced it. Also one of my favorite movies. Three Six Mafia did this soundtrack. Bad ass. Did they really? What?
1: for hustle and flow
0: yeah he produced it Eight no, but three,
1: six mafia yeah and,
0: uh, they won a grammy that's for a sick dude. As fuck. what that's sick as fuck okay. you didn't know that yeah I they made the that song whoop that trick whoop yeah. that trick hit him Whomp i always that. remember that part from the trailer when they the... uh did the soundtrack yeah oh
1: okay cool it, it's, um, dude, yeah it's a like... it's a
0: movie about them basically like It's literally about about
1: checking up the boxes for representation. There you go. That did it right, right,
0: dude. Those movies did it right. They didn't give a fuck. Because here's the thing they weren't trying to make a film to be this sort of film company director group that made a film that, oh, like we made a film to represent these people. They did it from a place of originality, of genuine yes. like experience that they
1: Genual w- storytelling. Yeah, Gen- genuine, genuine storytelling. Yeah, genuine
0: storytelling, genuine narrative that they experienced firsthand. That they just wanted to put on film because hey, exactly. they love the passion of filmmaking. They don't love the fact that like we need to make a film to like show you that we're woke, you know? Like they're just doing it because this is a true, genuine, authentic story that some of them in that production company experienced. And that's why they've resonated so well. Hustle and flow, boys in the hood. Hell, as corny and stupid as Too Fast is, Too Furious is. It's fucking a real movie because it's just these people, <laughs> st- ludicrous. Just these street racers, you know, like just to having a good yeah, time. Totally. Like and Hustle and Flow. It's a genuine struggle about a man who's in the system tries to overcome the system, but ultimately is just trapped by this system and ends up back in it, but still mm-hmm. sort of finds this Which solace. is
1: pretty much Boys in the Hood, I e- mean.
0: Exactly, 100%. Cuba is the the fucking flower in the concrete of that film, mm-hmm. and Doughboy is just this man who wants to get out, but is just so is comfortable in what he's been he's raised warped. by. He's warped, exactly. He's just warped by and the And it's his real experience. Yeah, and, like, and man, yeah. that's a great movie
1: um apparently i was seeing that like the production company or something tried to get john singleton to walk from boys in the hood they were going to pay him like a hundred thousand dollars or something to walk because they thought that they they needed a more experienced director to film it and he was like nope i'm staying on like this is the one i was i was born to make you know like dude dude, and it's amazing i mean Again, 20, 20 minutes standing ovation when it premiered at Cannes Film Festival. Like, it's got a history. It's born and bred in LA. Like, that's. If you. Again, it it did for Authentic LA. Authentic story, like, dude. Any other auteur would have done for I mean, their like, own cities. It, it was
0: truer to the gangster rap scene than fucking Straight Out of Compton tried to be. Straight Out Compton oh was God. his See, Hollywood. That's, an un- inter-
1: that's another one that's like pandering that that was like a pandering i didn't see it but it looked pandering to me and it's like
0: it's just like they're like remember this remember remember how hard they had it Remember when you love this remember when the cops pulled them over and they wrote fuck the police that's how they wrote it by screenplay
1: by who like it was what like three white dudes or something yeah yeah paul giamatti same with green book you know again like, like all of these stupid films that are um that are like conjoined to the marketplace of ideas if you want to put it that way but it's just the marketplace where they can sell these ideas back to us we're yeah. just eating the same shit that we love you know yeah and it's really disappointing to see sometimes in film and like yeah now we get shit like this where this guy dies i
0: mean and, even like i'm gonna say uh, even even like spike spike lee i'm not a big i'm not a huge fan of I'm not a huge fan of him either, but I, I even like think his films are a little this. more pandering esque than they can be. What John Singleton was kind of trying to do, John singleton i don't think John Singleton ever had the intention to make a film about the black struggle and make it directly about that. I think he was true doing a true authentic film about the environment he was in and the environment that he knew, the environment that he wanted to write about. He wasn't trying to be like. Look like we got it hard. Like you better recognize the struggles we got. He was just being like, "Yeah, we got it hard," and this is yeah, the interpretation yeah. that I see through my lenses. Well, and-
1: because again, like how many how many average African American families do you see talking like the way they do in
0: Spike Lee it, films compared to yeah, John exactly film? people aren't talking about in, like talking in rhymes or in poems the entire time. Like, come like on. and I
1: get the 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 sort of thematic element that right. uh, Spike Lee would want to use for that, especially when it comes to like. You know, a lot of his films, like they have those sort of... Chirac um, is very
0: much a musical film. Of course. Which,
1: honestly, I like a lot. I liked it a lot. Uh, Yeah, I
0: have my problem. Don't get me wrong. But he's
1: got this very French New Wave-esque to him that's like, you know, very eccentric. The editing style kind of moves all over the music, kind of interrupts. But this is, again, yeah, like you're saying, is much more grounded in real life experience and told through that lens of just having these normal day-to-day relations and just mm-hmm. this shit happens during them you know exactly. and like the, shit the that consequences happens. of our choices during regular situation regular daily struggles and i mean like i mean i'm not one to i'm not i'm
0: not, i'm not one to be like oh i grew up in the hood like this and that but i i, I grew up in Boyle heights in a pretty impoverished neighborhood and i saw like my homies get like succumbed to like being in a crew and like being a part of that inclusive like mentality of being like a part of a gang because they didn't they came from broken homes like the places the apartments that we lived in were shitty so i could see like the allure that they had to it and i think that boys in the hood and just the way john singleton interpreted this allure that kids had it was very true and authentic and
1: you just want brotherhood. Yeah, at ex- that point.
0: Ex- exactly, they wanted brotherhood, and I can say from the first time you want experience, a I saw of them do love that
1: from someone or like,
0: right, not like Men- a mentorship
1: to someone to talk to, you know, yeah. like friendship. That's it. And yeah. Unfortunately, if you don't offer resources them for them to find that in a natural environment, they're going to find it in a harsh one. And yep. then again, that's like what's his name, Lawrence Fishburne, explains it perfectly in that scene where. He has um, uh, the two guys go look at that sign, and he's like, "What, what do you see here?" You yeah, know, like yeah, how, yeah. And then it, it's such a perfect um, analyzation of like how the African American experience within LA has just become so decentralized, but also, um, you know, uh, what's exploited, you know, like totally. used for the purpose of. Um, you know creating like
0: this false empathy i think culture
1: for... if anything like well, well yeah all of that too especially yeah. but but i mean like they're definitely just used for like a very specific purpose that easy they like labor workforce cultural reinforcement right. something like that until they can be exposed like uh exposed like we were saying earlier yeah. <laughs> game
0: of thrones but <laughs> it's um, it bat full circle dude yeah I full mean, circle with the expulsion expulsion dude. and utilizing fucking people who are in an impoverished state and people of color bottom yep. line, yep
1: and it's fucking awful but then again that it, it teaches a lot of good lessons i think yeah. and shit was one of the first times i heard about what gentr- gentrification was like i yeah. know what the fuck that he was talking
0: about but he was he's talking like, about like a billboard or something like you see what that is because he was talking about people buying homes, because like yeah.
1: again, that happens in LA all the time in terms it's of like neighborhoods, just basically creating the environment for uh, drug addiction, for violence, for you know, just social disorder to the point where families have to leave, and then you go in, buy the property for pennies on the dollar, bulldoze yeah. it, put your own housing up, and then sell it for more expensive. And now Shit. all these people have nowhere to go. And now there's no more of that, like, community anymore. So,
0: yeah. fuck you. Shouts out to John Singleton. Thank you. You were an ally. You were a hero. Amazing filmmaker. <laughs> um, thank you. And also thank you to Game of Thrones for providing 10 year, almost 10, damn near 10 years worth of uh, entertainment. It's a, it's a crazy time we're in right now. It's a pivotal time. Great shows and movie series are ending a hero just died. We're about to hit a, an election next year. Uh, yeah, I also didn't notice how crazy. fucking apparent John, uh, Joe Biden's teeth are that they're fake. Holy shit. I don't know if you've noticed how big his chompers, yeah. his chompers are ridiculous. How could you not notice, dude? Because <laughs> I never really paid attention to him. <laughs> but now he's fucking in my face. Ew. He looks crazy dude.
1: He literally looks like a different person compared to like the him videos in the that have been released of him from
0: <laughs> Well, I was listening to uh Chapo today and they were talking about how in the 80s when he ran for president, his hair was basically <laughs> yeah, yeah. gone. <laughs> Like yeah, when he came back for Obama, he had like a full head of like gray full head hair. they're <laughs> just like no, no one noticed that. Like, come on, man.
1: Like <laughs> I saw a picture of him today, and I was like, dude, how does he look? Like he looked ancient oh, fuck, back in the oh, fucking nineties. Fuck Kick Thanos'
0: and, his ass! Shout out to him making a cameo in the uh, End Game. Oh wait, that's real. Yeah. God, it's real. That is I'm so gonna say it's real. I need you dumb. to see it because then you'll be like, oh, I don't want to tell you when he comes out, but okay, when you see, it, you'll be like, holy shit! Like the way they did it, they're like, are they trying to make you know Joe what? Biden? Right I now? gotta
1: say something. This fucking marriage between like the comic world and the military industrial oh. complex is, is really Ugh. fucking gross and Very stupid. Gross. Yeah. It's like again with that Captain Marvel shit and like Ugh. her being like with the Navy and talking about how yeah. much fun it was so good. Glad she was so glad to be in the Air Force. To like, serve, what, dude? Did yeah. they also let you fucking pilot a drone real quick too? And just told you to hit the <laughs> yeah. This where's the drone? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, can I pilot that drone real quick? If, I'm gonna end it over there. If
0: I was a younger man, I'd kick Thanos' ass. <laughs> you know why don't we just go over to Syria and kick their ass right now <laughs> what did he say about <laughs> about Trump I would, if i heard him say that in front of me i'd kick his ass <laughs> oh my what a lo-
1: he's such a
0: loser dude and he's going to make such the democratic a party be huger losers because i yes i almost i can't guarantee that he's going to be the nominee but
1: but it's a scary ass thought thinking that he probably he's, will he's close he, he, yeah. he could he very or well he could,
0: could be because people want to be safe and they want to have that obama mentality he,
1: he was around with obama like, he kept yeah safe. that's all he he's been writing on that this entire, entire time. time like people have literally wiped away his history and probably his memory yeah. to the extent that he can just do whatever he now. He was and a not...
0: huge piece of shit in the 80s. Oh, man. Huge
1: fucking emperor of the crime bill. Yeah, you know,
0: I wanted like... to fucking put people away for fucking smoking Basically a, threw a Anita
1: Hill under the bus, you yeah. know, just a fucking reviled cretin.
0: Uh, well here we go again. again
1: it's like with that legacy what the fuck was obama thinking picking him as a running mate yeah i mean he like, needed, he, is...
0: he needed those fringe uh safe votes he needed from the he the needed the apac exactly he APAC. he's like hey he was kind of a vet but not really but also talked about being how badass he was so here look he's on my team so people were like cool <laughs> I am,
1: uh, my approximation to the Jews kind of makes me Jewish, so, so uh, you he, gotta
0: have me. Yeah, here he is.
1: Here, take me.
0: But also, at the same time, he was touching a
1: lot of people. Oh, my God, dude. What? That, ugh. It's just, ugh.
0: ugh. Well, ugh. I don't know. Let's end it. Let's get, we're nearing the end of this episode. Let's end it on a positive note. Caesar, I read, ruined, really liked it. Cool. Oh, thank you, dude. Gave Hell, me yeah. some, uh holy mountain vibes but also some cool combat vibes i think that's what Thank you're you. going for yes i also read through the uh jazz comic that you gave me, but ever i've read all i have all those old original issues you had for the art show so oh was, yeah yeah that was cool i really like the sun Ra and the the uh chico hamilton one it was cool dude.
1: i like that i was able to finally put those together in like yeah, one it's little a cool anthology one little zine so uh, but yeah, actually, since um, this is coming out on Thursday, come out tonight if you're in the Visalia or Central Valley area, I will be at Settler Door uh, slinging hey. some zines again. Hell yeah. And it's for a thing called Jazz on the Corner, so hey. I'll be premiering that Jazz File zine that I have. So uh, check me out on Instagram if you're interested. We'll probably put some shit in the bio for that, but um
0: Yeah check them out um i'm also working on a new song i just started uh making music oh really
1: dude i noticed that you were getting back on uh what is it ableton is that what it is
0: yeah so yeah do you want to hear a little bit of it we can play it. go
1: for it play play me out
0: play you out all right uh here is uh i'm not done with the entirety of the song yet but uh here is about three minutes of
1: That was very good. I can't hear you friend
0: uh yeah, thank you. I started working with Ableton again and I have a few chords to add to it, but uh, I'm liking where it's going. I'm almost damn done.
1: I'm, I was genuinely surprised by how good that was
0: actually Wow, thanks, dude. thanks for calling me a fuck up in front of a <laughs> wide audience of 22 people that listen. I love that, but thank no, you. it was
1: honestly really really good I'm like I'm very proud of you. You've Thank come very long ways on that fucking <laughs> thing. Because so, it looks so fucking hard to me. So that's props to you.
0: Thanks, man. I'm trying to learn how to play piano again. So I've been learning chords oh, and cool. shit. Oh, cool. And I think that's oh, yeah. been coming in handy for sure. So, uh, uh... Boys in the Hood. He once was a thug from around the way. Easy easy i got called the n-word the other day um we'll save that for another story <laughs> i didn't get, <laughs> I, I didn't get called that but uh thank you listeners uh we had a good episode today we broke down fucking the battle of winterfell very well i think we're some die hard i think fans. so yeah and i can't wait. obviously for the-
1: there were some flaws but you know what suck it
0: suck it it ended up great and you know what we're gonna have a fucking season finale episode Series if too, finale. If it's too dark, squint. If it's too dark, it's too dark Maybe fucking, you need
1: glasses. Maybe
0: you need to be maybe a dog a and see in the dark
1: to get glasses.
0: Yeah, or fucking kill yourself. I don't care. Leave. Just die. Not to mention it's cinematic. Yeah, God. And not to mention third world ballers are back always, and we're almost gonna hit a year episode. And we're a few weeks short of that year. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, is Maka. pretty crazy how many episodes we've, t- <laughs> we've, we've done. We've done almost 50 this. episodes, dude. Uh, good thing Jawal's not here now that's... to fuck up the, how many episodes we've done because he always messes it up. Um, let me tell oh, you, dude, um, my jujitsu teacher told me to uh, never estimate anything in um, numerical form. So, um, I don't know the episode you literally told me that one time, so uh Joal, go ahead and roll with the best of them because you're always gonna get the episode wrong so cool Simon Simone Alrighty. wall listeners, thank you for listening to us uh, once again, please like and subscribe as usual we hear per peruge um north Memphis south Memphis westwood um keep it real keep it locked um and we love you caesar lock, lock lock you in the fucking trunk while i hit the fucking pump not now i'm no, going not crazy going man crazy. all i see is blood lock lock you okay i'm uh, I, speaking of which i'm actually working on a memphis uh southern uh mixtape so oh sick. be on the Hell lookout yeah. for that i'm compiling a bunch of uh, underground cuddy um yeah listeners southern we songs.
1: do have other shit
0: yeah, Maybe, my boys got comics. joel has got mixes. photos. We got music. Um, I will also be DJing at General Lee's um, yeah. Memorial Day weekend. So, Caesar, if you can make it up for that weekend, that would be cool. Oh, that would be cool. So oh, Sunday, fuck, yeah. May twenty okay. something, whatever Memorial Day that is. Um, okay, Hell be DJing yeah. the Sunday before that Monday. So pull up and uh, all right. The Roll Ballers from us and everyone, we love you. We out. We out. Deuces, Joel, I hate you. Get ready for get those cheats clapped on Mortal Kombat eleven. Bye.